Okay, I could admit it. I missed Nadia. I really did. During the day, things happened and I'd think, wait until I tell Nadia about this. And then the day ended and I'd settle into bed and wait for her to astral project to me. I'd be on edge anticipating the warmth of her energy surging into my room and for her to be there, just the two of us. Her presence all around me, part of me, and yet completely separate. I waited and waited for this to happen, but it never did. It was the weirdest thing. I mean, I was with other people all day long, and I had friends, and my parents too, not that they're in the same category. I had no shortage of people to share with, and yet it wasn't the same. None of them understood me like Nadia. She said she didn't astral project to me anymore because of her mom. But I thought there was more to it than that. Something was off between us. Maybe it was my fault because I talked about the trip too much, making her feel bad about not going. I couldn't help it, though. I mean, it's Peru, South America, a third world country which was pretty exciting considering I'd never been out of the Midwest. Not only that, but we might find out what happened to my sister Carly's high school boyfriend, David Hofstetter. He supposedly died in a car accident when he was 16. But now Mr. Specter and I thought he might still be out there somewhere, based on what David's grandfather, Gordy Hofstetter, told me before he died. He said his grandson was locked up, a prisoner. And then he handed me a wad of paper wrapped around a medallion. The paper had a map of Peru and coordinates indicating three different locations using latitude and longitude. The medallion was silver, as large as a belt buckle, and octagonal in shape. In the center was a clear gemstone. Around the stone, etched into the metal, was a spiral pattern. I'd shown the paper to Mr. Specter, but I'd never told anyone about the medallion. Carry it with you always, Gordy had said on the night he died. And I did. So now we were heading out to Peru, to visit the three locations on the map. It was going to be a top-secret trip, like a spy mission. Our lives depended on keeping it confidential, we were getting fake passports and who knows what other kinds of spy gadgets. Mr. Specter said he'd fill us in on the plane trip over, and I guess we'd find out the details then. I did know we'd be flying by private jet, although we had to leave on a commercial flight initially, so our parents don't get suspicious. It was all very James Bond, without the martinis and hot women. I couldn't wait to go. Sometimes in my room, to pass the time and get ready for the trip, I practiced passing electricity back and forth between my hands, like I was juggling little lightning bolts. I was getting better at controlling it. Everywhere I went, I was aware of electricity. I sensed it pulsing through cords and powering appliances. I felt it behind walls and underground. Other people don't realize this, but the electricity that comes to our homes and schools 
doesn't stop at the outlet plate. I sensed power radiating out of the plug openings, especially in older buildings. Now that I knew about it, it seemed odd that I never noticed it before. I felt like a blind person who'd been given sight. My other talent, healing people, had been put on hold. Sometimes I heard about someone who had a terrible injury or disease, and I wondered if I could cure them. I'd done it before, but it took some major concentration, and I had to really want to help the person. I wasn't entirely sure I could do it again, though. To me, it felt like doing a winning shot from the free-throw line at a basketball game. It's possible, but could I keep doing it over and over again? Maybe on this trip, I would find out.